When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're excited to have Courtney Marie Andrews in our studio today, and we just saw you perform, and it was phenomenal. Oh, thank you. You have an absolutely gorgeous voice. I didn't expect that kind of power to come out of this little person. I was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just beautiful, and your lyrics are, are extraordinary. Everything about your performance, just I just loved it. Thank you so much. So, welcome to Diddy TV. It's great to be here. So, let's start back a little ways in your in your in your musical career. Um, you started performing at 16? Yeah, yeah, I was very young. How did you get the musical bug in the first place? You know, I still have not quite figured that out. Um, none of my family is musical. I just know that from the time I was a, you know, baby, I wanted to sing. And I wanted to be Annie the Orphan when I was a kid, and, and then it just sort of grew from there. And then, yeah, I'd, I have no idea. It just sort of resonated with me. You know, I... I loved singing, and I loved writing. I'd write short stories as a kid, and when I found out that you could do the two together, kind of just all fell into place. Yeah, your songs really tell a story, it seems like. Um, you know, you're really, you really walk the listener through an emotional journey. Yeah, I, I try. You know, I'm a huge book worm, and uh, I love writing, and I love songwriters, and so I, I try and always make it a story and focus on the lyrics as much as possible. And so. you play guitar and piano. Did mm-hmm. you start with guitar or was piano your first instrument? This is my first tour ever playing piano live, but I did. I was a backup singer. I played piano in a band, um, and I'm just sort of reintroducing it into the set because I write on it a lot, so I wanted to be able to start playing it more in my sets. So you were born in Phoenix, and then at some point you moved to Seattle, and you were in a couple of bands there before forming your own band yeah so I've always written my own records and done my own stuff I just sort of stumbled into being a backup singer and being in other bands and um it sort of was an accident but it helped me grow in a lot of ways that I wouldn't have maybe grown if I hadn't done that so were the the folks that you hooked up with there were they um further along in their career were they able to help you a little bit and yeah, everybody I back up sing for was definitely more well-known than I was by a long, long shot. <laughs> um, who I ended up singing for in, in Seattle was a songwriter by the name of Damien Gerardo, and um, he was very inspiring in a lot of ways. So, What ways did he inspire you? Um, just that he pers- pursued it for so long before, I guess, getting the attention that he deserved. And he always, you know, he's such a champion for under underdogs. And that was, it was really, for my sort of um, confidence, like a really good thing, you know, to be around. So Right, so you, you saw someone who had to work for it and be patient. And, exactly. Uh, that's why they call it a musical career, not just... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, a lot of people, there are, like, of course, stories of just incredible luck, but... Um, he was inspiring because he's an incredible songwriter, and it was a it was a long game, you know. 
and you have to work at your craft. Yeah. It's like anything. You mm -hmm. get better at it as you work work at it. Absolutely. So in 2016, you put out an album called Honest Life, mm -hmm. and that was sort of a breakthrough album for you. You got a lot of attention. Rolling Stone wrote about it. American Songwriter wrote about your album. What was it that was different about that album than, than songs you'd written previously? Where was it that you'd gotten to in your career that it just sort of took off for you? Well, I was going, when, while writing that album, I was in a, an immense time of change. I had been going through a breakup. I was living in Belgium, um, backup singing for a Belgian artist. And I felt like these songs were just pouring out of me. And so Honest Life was very much written in one per period of time. Like it was very like thought through in the sense that this song just sort of came from the universe in a very special way. And um, I knew that I, I knew exactly what I wanted when I went to make it. That's why I produced it. I wanted a very raw sound and I wanted it to sound timeless. And so I knew that I had made something that was exactly that I envisioned, you know. And I'd been, I had been through some shady stuff as a kid and signed a bad deal when I was a teenager. And I was very afraid to sign off any of my records for a long time understandably yeah and so it was just sort of a combination of I knew that it was time to finally let go of those feelings and then also just I knew that I had the right record on my hands so it was just a mix of reaching out to the right people and finally putting all those like gears in motion and you know really going for it in that way was it cathartic on a certain level to write about all those emotions and sing about them absolutely um you know, Honest Life is a deeply personal record. I mean, as much as there are observations, because that's just, I can't help but add those in, it's very much, you know, a personal journey that I had, that I wrote about, so. So you have a more recent album that came out, um, May, May Your Kindness Remain? Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I really like just the thought of that at the... Uh, through everything, may your kindness remain. Mm -hmm. And you, you sung, just sung that song. It was beautiful. We all Thank cried, you. by the way. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> uh, but that, so, so that particular album, you brought in a producer, mm -hmm. Mark. Mark Howard. Mark Howard. Yeah. And he's, he's phenomenal, right? Yeah. He's worked with Bob Dylan, Tom Waits, Emmylou, Lucinda Williams. Yeah. All yeah, the Yeah, so I kept seeing his name on records, and I knew that I wanted to expand myself and shake things up. You know, I almost did it exactly how I did Honest Life. And I just had this sinking gut feeling that I had to explore and go on a different journey. And I kept seeing his name and I kept random places and it just felt like the sort of calling in a way. And so I just reached out to him and we made a record together. And you recorded it in eight days in a, in a house? Yeah, in a house like overlooking the L.A. skyline. Yeah, we all lived in the house, and um, turns out it's it's a, a lot cheaper to make records in a house than it is. And you're recording studio. it live, right? So yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a really great way to do it because it's, it's quicker, but I think you get that, that uh, synergy oh, yeah. from playing it live. Mark Howard calls it living in the record um, when you play it live. And also when you play in a house and you live in the house and that you're making it in. 
from a production standpoint, obviously, Honest Life, was, you produced it yourself. And then he comes in and he helps you with the, um, the, the next album. How did they differ from a production standpoint? Um, how, how, did, how was it different working with a producer like Mark Howard? Um, well, producers are nice in the sense that um, they can take you in a direction you never really thought. And I'm very opinionated, so it was, you know, it was a very, like, spontaneous but also inspired, you know, sort of back and forth conversation between us. Um, and also, like, sometimes they can pull you out and make you look at something from the outside and you're like, oh, you're right. That does that does need something different, or it does need more space for the vocals and and that sort of thing. And so it was really just having somebody outside of the band to to hear things that maybe we can't hear. Well, and lyrically speaking, what was the difference between the more personal album and? Um... Well, Mayor Kindness Remain still has a few personal songs on it, but overall, it's it's. A very observational record about, you know, um, the changes in America and real poverty and um, sort of these delusions of grandeur that we have. Like, I think as a, as an American, there's always this like, you know, thought that you'll just win the lottery and everything will be okay, and and these dreams that are sort of larger than life, and then the re- actual reality. And a lot of times they're they're pretty different. And, um, it can be disappointing then. Yeah, yeah. And it's also, you know, it's about men- this is do- like dark subjects, but <laughs> it's also about like mental illness and how to love somebody and also be having a mental illness and loving somebody and how to work through that and that sort of thing. So, what, what is next for you? Where are you going to go next with uh, what's next for you in, in your songwriting? You know, it's always since the, the records, you know, coming out very soon, pretty much is already out. Um, I usually don't really know until after. It's almost like it's like closing a chapter, like closing the end of a book for me. Like once I've released it, I usually sort of start marking my next direction and that sort of thing. And so I I don't know. I have like probably about 12 half-finished songs right now. It's hard to ever know what it's going to be until you look at a body of work together, like all together. So, well, and I understand that you're a lover of soul music mm-hmm. and all this great soul artists, yeah, Motown artists, yeah. And what is it you like about their vocals that you want to incorporate into your own vocals? I love that you can feel the emotion when they sing. Um, they really, it's almost like theater in a way. Like the way they use their voices is to try and grab you and to make you feel a certain way. And I've always just resonated, that it's always resonated with me to, to be able to use your voice as this tool to convey emotion. So, so you're on the road, and mm-hmm. you're on the road constantly, and most people may not know that you don't have a permanent home. Not you're, right you're now. You're just on <laughs> tour. <laughs> but your stuff has a permanent home. That's right. I have a storage unit in Seattle. So you can go see your stuff. Occasionally. Yeah, which is fun. It's like, whoa, I have this, and then <laughs> I forgot I had this. Yeah, it's like a, it's a like going shopping there. almost. It's like <laughs> you go into your storage unit and you just see all the stuff that you had. What mm-hmm. is it you like about touring so much? Um, I get bored really easily. Um, anytime I've ever worked a nine-to-five job or had to stay in a place for longer than a year, I just 
I get really restless and I'm a busy body. I need to always be moving and um, but you know obviously there's obvious parts like the music is the most important part. Um, can't be aim- like aimless, you know. <laughs> the goal is always to play music. Um, but it works for me. The lifestyle works for me. So, do you think that the touring constantly gives you the experiences that you can then incorporate into your song? Oh, absolutely. I mean, touring is a constant state of very high highs and very low lows, and so they're easy to. It's easy to grasp those sort of really intense um, situations and emotions, and you know, put them in songs in some way. Well, we just want to thank you for stopping by our studio today, and we can't wait to have you back again sometime in the future, and we wish you the best of luck. Hey, thank you. It was such a pleasure being here. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.